life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. This is a Murphy bed right here, buddy. It's that so is, awesome. That is a Murray bed. A Murray bed is what I like to call it. So when we fight with the wife. I've always wanted one of those. Helps me sleep. And just so I could close someone in on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can do that with a sofa bed, too. Don't worry. Hey, thanks for tuning the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of All Things Comedy. Um, we're getting right into it. We're, we're, we're back home. We're at the Valeriano Podcast Studios where it all began. Not really. It began at my other house, but let's just pretend we're at the home base today. Uh, I'm excited, you guys. Thanks for coming on to the show today. Thanks I'm going right. No us. announcements, nothing. No, that's, we're excited. That's how it is. Um, who do we got here? We have director of Battle Comics. I am Battle Comic. It's I apologize. I am Battle Comics. It's a terrible name, by the way. We'll talk about that. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably the worst name of all of the documentaries on comedy. Oh, all right. Great. Um, Jordan Brady, which honestly, not a good name. Not either. a good name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not let's be name. honest. It's a so, stage name. So we have the director of I Am Battle Comic, Jordan Brady, here again. What it's is it? Are we going to Trace two I was, times? I was here for uh, I Am Road Comic. Okay. It's actually a great name. That is a good name. For a documentary. It says it all. That is a good name. And I, I kick myself. You asked me to uh, be interviewed for it, and I could never get the schedule right. And it's, well, You were on the road. It's one of my biggest regrets in life, Jordan. It's kind of ironic. <laughs> <laughs> that you do a, a road comic podcast. Mm-hmm. You were on the road, mm-hmm. and I was making a movie about on the road, and your ilk... Right. And yet we couldn't find the time. Thus is life. Yeah. Joining us, uh, uh, I guess, what do we call this? Uh, book ending? Yeah. We're, we're, we're book I, I guess, sure, right? I guess so. this we'll is audio. I don't know why I'm pointing that out. <laughs> they can't see it. It's important for the listener, though, to be able to get their, wrap their brain around <laughs> right. where we're sitting. Which and get channel? Because I do a lot of multi layering like the Beatles did. So oh, you yeah. can use like which channel. Yeah. 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 yeah excellent. Okay. This um, is like the guest the house of sound. Yeah, from, well, from your back be... left speaker. Yes, from your back. <laughs> one of the uh, comedians featured in I Am Battle Comic, Slade Ham. Yes. Thanks for joining us. We have never really met. We, we haven't. No, no. We're all, I think we're Facebook buddies. Yeah, even. Facebook we, pals. That's everybody. And that, but there's bones and skin now to us. We're, yes, we're now, we have a, now we have a, uh, a relationship. Yes. Um, and then I've been wanting this woman on my podcast for a decade. Aww. Literally a decade. Also featured in I Am Battle Comic, uh, Tammy Pescatelli joins Aww, us. That's awful nice of you to say. Well, it's true. Uh, but I just just so you know that I wanted to be here, mm-hmm. I just happened to live thousands of miles away. <laughs> it's <laughs> I, very, and even when I was here, I still was late because of the stupid trip. Yeah, I know. Did this everybody is... in L.A. get a car? <laughs> I think everybody has a car. Normally. I take the first 10 minutes to shit on the comic who was late, but you, you, have, a, you have a legitimate excuse. You got stuck behind an at car accident. And I know I've had comics on here. Like we're recording at 11 at like five to 11. They'll be like, dude, you want anything for minute out? The nearest in and out's like an hour away. So, it's but funny. no, it's a legitimate. I'm not a late comic. And it's funny that we're talking about a military based uh, movie right. and I'm late because that could never happen during any of this stuff. But I want to go back to your I Am Battle comic. 
When you first contacted me about it, I thought it was like some kind, like we were going to have to fight. Like, 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 I'm like, I know I'm a bitch sometimes, like but I, sticks like, right, jokes, like, am yeah. I real? Is this a, like a weird fight club that we can talk yeah. about? I like, like that I you know. said yes, though, without yeah. even clarifying. Well, I am Sicilian, and I have a lot of angst, and life hasn't turned out exactly how I thought it was going to go. She showed up <laughs> for the interview with like a helmet and elbow pads, and I was like ready. a, a roller right. derby girl. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, who wants to tell us? about I Am Battle Comic. Slade? I think as he well. He was there. These two were there. there. I was just a talking head and the afterthought. Oh, right. It's, I was an after afterthought. <laughs> so. it, um, it's, it's really interesting because I, I didn't know what to expect out of the film mm-hmm. when we left. I Jordan and I met. Uh, you actually see it on camera. We meet for the first time oh, okay. on camera. At the Kuwaiti airport. Yes. and it's a, <laughs> Which is a hot spot yeah. of meeting. Yeah. There's a oh, Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. I was I mean, on two Bumble dates and yeah. Jordan interrupted. <laughs> I'm sure you were, and I'm sure both of those guys were good ones. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but no, it was a, it's a, as a, like, I didn't know where the, where the story was going to be. You mm-hmm. go, okay, cool, you're going to follow us around telling jokes for the troops, and what's this going to turn into? And now you watch the final product, and you just realize it's such a, cool glimpse behind this. I feel like most people have no idea of what a military base is like. You go, oh, we're going to perform on a military base. And you, if you're a civilian and you haven't really thought about it, you probably go somewhere in your brain like an episode of MASH or mm-hmm. just some old, you know, oh, that's what military base is like. And it's nothing like that. And you just, this is, you did, mm-hmm. Jordan did such a good job. Thank you. I think of showing uh, me in a good light. Right. <laughs> well, can I say that's the one thing about this movie that's so cool is that even though it's cool, Battle comics, so you would think it'd be a narcissistic right. comedian's right, point right. of view. Well, it kind of is, but it's not. <laughs> you guys are the stars of. Okay, yes, ostensibly they're the stars of it because they're the ones performing. But this, the troops are the stars. The 100%, bases yeah. are the stars, and that's that is the coolest thing because what you think you're seeing turns out to be something else. Yes. You know? Well, and you, you also... It's, it's not your which story. Is the, which is the sign of a great documentary, in my mm-hmm. opinion. That's, I think a lot of people were... Some of the feedback, and now we've done a couple of the screenings, and I think people go in there like, oh my God, I thought it was going to be this hilarious you know, comedy documentary. And it is, and there's all those moments, but it's, man, there's some intense shit in this documentary it's whatever you're the one who lays out the intense shit well, I I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm one of them right yeah i'll go into it but no, i'll just are... say i texted Wait, jordan don't, don't like... tell them that war has sad things <laughs> spoiler Wait, I don't wanna, stop I that's don't don't, you're gonna it. ruin everything i don't want to ruin it the best part as a narcissistic filmmaker is i've been able to sit at the screenings in the back of the room and hear laughs 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 and the room pop with laughter and then, like, three minutes later, it's just dead silence. Favorite part. Dead yeah. silence. Yeah. And then... Which was Kubota's act. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Love it. Love it. He's not here to defend himself. Fucking take well him down. Well played. How could I not? How could I not? What could I do? He's my favorite. And as much as I love you guys, he is. He makes is he not? Me, you, he kills. We were dying. Slade and I, like, literally Jordan's wife looked at us and said, shh. Because we were, we're laughing the whole at, time. We couldn't help jokes. We were having an amazing time yeah. at a movie. You, you gave us an experience, and then you told us to shut up. Because my commercial rep brought in a bottle. Yeah, oh, I tried not to. Right. She was handing the bottle back to Tammy and Slade. Yeah. Is she coming screen. tonight? Yeah. She will not. She's uh-huh. in Detroit. I'll bring probably. my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I tried not to. 
partake in that part of it. Oh, really? Well, I didn't. She, she, she I made up a drinking it. game. She tried not to. No, she no, was, I, give me that no, wine. No, I faked like, this is how bad I am. Because I'm, I'm at a place, like in the old days, I was such an, I didn't care what you thought. But I don't want to hurt people's feelings now. Like I'm older, I'm a little softer. So I have to pretend to be an alcoholic. <laughs> didn't have the heart to so tell I me no. don't hurt this millennial's feelings <laughs> that I, she makes me, that I think that I'm better than her and her al- alcoholism. <laughs> So I pretended to give her. Yeah, it's, real, just it, a, it's just what I do. <laughs> so what, what were do. the what were the countries that you hit on this on this Kuwait, Afghanistan, Afghanistan and the Kingdom of Bahrain? Ah, yes, and, and Detroit. We were, in Detroit. No, in Detroit was with the screening. We were supposed to go into one of those more war torn than the other. Yes, <laughs> we were supposed to go to Iraq, Iraq, mm-hmm. but. Uh, they changed it, and yeah, I mean, you know, you you were telling sure. us they can just change on a whim where you're going. They like to keep people guessing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, because when I was supposed to go to Italy, they work on two ships. They got deployed yeah. the night before, so they're gone. And then, yeah, that was the biggest. Re- and this isn't about me today, but that was the biggest. Re- and I don't want to get political, but that was the biggest revelation for it was my first time to a really hot zone last year, and we were on a Italy. A- Yes, it was. It was <laughs> well, you must have stayed with my relatives. <laughs> and then uh, one stop was to Camp Lemonier and in Djibouti, yeah, yeah. which is a joints. Uh, and and everywhere we go talk to people, they'd be like, hey, so you at the show tonight? Oh, can't. We're on high alert. You know what's going on in Syria. Mm-hmm. And then the next, we'd be like, oh, can't go to your show. You know what's going on in Turkey. Oh, can't. We're on high alert. You know what's going on in uh, Libya. And like half of them are like, no, I don't. But <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And why am I here? Yeah, <laughs> right. like, Let's find out what's going on in Jersey because that's where the next plane I'm going to. But let me ask you a question because everyone asks this of me, and I've only done it the one time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, were you ever scared? Were you ever scared? I wasn't. I was not. Let's give it to these guys. Uh, the closest thing that that came, uh, car bomb went off about two hours after we left. Well, that that was, was Italy. That's yeah. it's nothing to do with. <laughs> yeah, By the way, Naples? in Youngstown, it happened the other day. Just so you know, Youngstown. <laughs> so let's throw it to the uh, Tammy and Slade. The mm. yeah, I, I, there just weird instances, man. Because now I'm. It sounds so weird to say I'm desensitized. Like I'm some battle hardened soul. But you. You do sort of disconnect from the imminent danger. Like you don't. When when we were, I I did Iraq in two thousand. I guess it was two thousand six or two thousand eight, and it was still a lot of activity outside the walls. And we're doing an outdoor show in Sadr City, which is smack in the middle of Baghdad. And you could hear small arms fire in the back. You'd tell a joke and tick 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 Mm -hmm. off in the background. And then there was an explosion, and it was all you heard was that boom, that low rumble, and I. I'm standing off to the side. Now, the comic on stage, she sort of freezes. I'm standing off to the side, and you hear this rumble. And in my mind, I'm like, a bomb just went off. Someone should be reacting. And one of the guys casually leans back. He goes, it wasn't close enough to matter. And he just goes right back to watching the show. And that's... That's like horseshoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Bombs are one of the things. Horseshoes. horseshoes and and, yeah. That's, that's one now of the we things. Got it. Now we understand. Wow. See how it all comes full circle? Comics are smart. Put a mark at this point in the podcast. So we know. So educational. That <laughs> but that's, that's the... I, 
that always was so heavy in my, you'd hear these things and you go oh my god are these bullets gonna land on my head is the right. bomb gonna go off while i'm sleeping is the now i'm just kind of like, oh okay whatever i imagine someone will tell me if it's important right but the yeah there are definite moments of fear out there we're not designed we're comics i'm yeah I know how to I know how to spend many hours in a car without being a dick. That's like my superpower. I don't know how to not be afraid of explosions and gunfire and terrorists. Since when is uh, not knowing how to be a dick in a car a prerequisite for a comedian? Wait a second. It's just a sign. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to be a bit. <laughs> Sorry. I channeled something. <laughs> Is that a rule though? Don't let bits in the car when you're traveling from one city to the next. Just don't run bits annoying, by another right? comic. Yeah, that, I mean, rip, you know, just being your natural self, I think, is fine and riffing and stuff like that. But, but you can tell the difference. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Those are the most just annoying days when you. It's nice to travel with someone, but when you can tell they're doing material on you, yeah, <laughs> which is different than someone going uh, than, than another comic going, "Hey, I want to run this by you. Tell me if you've heard it. Tell oh, me sure. like we talked." Right. Or oh, you should do that in your act. Right, oh, yeah. that's a different thing. But but, yeah, but yeah. when you're just running constant material and you're like, dude, I know you're riffing. Like right. this is yeah, but it's he's great if they do it to you over in Kuwait because you can just shove them out of the Humvee. You <laughs> <laughs> like friendly fire. It's friendly comic fire. I like when comics are doing that when they're, they're running and you know they're running a bit by you, but they'll say it. You act like it's conversational and then you call dibs on their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's dibs. Simple. They're like, no, I was running material. I knew you were. I, I knew you were. That's hilarious. Oh. I know we're getting off subject, but how does that work when you're riffing? Because I've had this happen when you guys are riffing. Like when just you're riffing in the living room like, before the who, show. Yeah, who gets that? That was yeah, really funny. <laughs> who gets that? Whoever calls it, man. Yeah. No, I, I, whoever whoever drops the big punch. Okay. Like, whoever turns it into a bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would think, or you can say that's more your act, or like I don't do dirty stuff really. Mm-hmm. So if it's something that's like kind of dirty, I always yeah. give it off because that doesn't fit for me. Right. Right. Like if I riffed a whole Italian chunk. I you know, I'd almost it give you. it to you because I think I've covered everything possible <laughs> that I could possibly do. Um, now it's just absorption by this point. I have to tell you, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. You say you weren't afraid. I was constantly afraid. But I think I'm constantly, I live with a low-level fear on the road anyway because I'm a woman. Oh, so sure. I think I started with that. Like I stayed in a condo with Vince Champ. Oh, geez. Right? Who is a, you know, was it? A known rapist for those people who are listening. A <laughs> he, comic he is would, a convicted rapist and yes. is serving. I think he's been in for like twenty years. Violent rapist. Violent rapist. And literally, he went to jail the week after I stayed the night in uh, the con- we share in condos. I didn't stay with him for those listening. Like they, they <laughs> well, some, you don't have to tell them that. It's a better story. Right. Right. But you, you know, you meet because otherwise it's not rape. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a booking. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, like you would, I you'd meet comics at the condo, and then you'd be roommates for yeah, a week yeah. or whatever. And then sometimes, condos clubs used to be Tuesday through Sunday. You know, I know you guys know this, but I'm explaining no, to please, people. This. Absolutely, you know, they used to be Tuesday through Sunday, so Monday was your travel day. So if it wasn't that far, you would either stay an extra day at the condo you were in, or you'd go to the condo in advance. And I, we were crossing. We hadn't. We hadn't worked together. Mm-hmm. He had a show at a college, weirdly enough, that night, where apparently he committed. He would play at college and then go do a rape across at another college. I mean, it's efficient um, booking. It is. Right. That's- <laughs> and that's how they found him. And they were aggressive, violent rapes. That's why he got so long, because they were like, you know, knife to the neck thing. And he apparently went out 
and raped a girl and then came back and stayed in the condo with me. And because FBI and everybody came to me the next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So I've always, I always have known how to handle myself. There's always been a little bit of a protective instinct. Mm -hmm. But I think just even just the fear of all the things you talked about, Slade, with the the bombs and the the war and all that. But I also think just little things. I Mm -hmm. was on stage and a scorpion crossed across the stage right like that's not a normal thing i I don't i can handle mosquitoes and but like that is insane and it's hard not to be a chick in that moment like as tough as i want to be and then we were on stage and uh a comic was on stage that i was working with and a sandstorm came Mm -hmm. and he got nervous and got off which you would think you would, right? But I looked out and saw that the troops were still sitting there. This was one of those ones where they had this outdoor stage and the vehicles just kept coming up. I think I told you maybe the story maybe in the in the and the vehicles came DVD up bonus. and it's um oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um thank you by the way for having a makeup artist and then making me in black and white. So it showed <laughs> all of the great makeup that they um uh so you had a makeup track. artist? Yeah. It's contract. <laughs> I was surfing. By the way, he told me everything I had done was wrong. <laughs> and he, and but he started it off by saying, at your age. <laughs> All right, now go film. That was scarier than anything I've ever done in the We're USO. working on tact with him. But, um, when I sat down, uh, the first thing he said to me was, oh, you're a good looking man on camera. <laughs> and I came home and I told my wife that. And she goes, you know, he says that to everybody. <laughs> It's true. But so then I went up with the guy came off stage in the sandstorm Mm -hmm. and they were still sitting there. These are huge sandstorms, by the way. If you've ever the mummy style sandstorms, they're like 40, 50 foot high walls. I went back up and just turned my back to the sandstorm and started talking about something else because they weren't going anywhere. Right. And there what happens is is I think in my, again, complete delusional narcissism, I felt like I was brave in that moment. <laughs> right. right. You know right. what I mean? I felt like I was brave because if they're brave and they're doing all this and they're sitting through the sandstorm because they need it, I got to do it. You did right. not abandon your post. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the closest <laughs> We need women thing. like you on that wall. Right. This is... I, to fire carrying someone to safety <laughs> that I could have done. Did your makeup artist stay on the wings <laughs> of the stage? He told me that the scorpion was reflecting <laughs> She's picking sand out of her makeup for the next week. I was picking oh, sand out of a That's lot of it places. Just, just, <laughs> by the way, just side note to go back to Vince Champ. Okay, yeah. I I seriously wanted to make that movie. Yeah. about oh. him. Yeah, Elliot Threet. He was a comedian. Not familiar. Elliot? I don't yeah. know Elliot, Elliot was Vince's roommate in Hollywood. I remember Elliot. when the. FBI came to the door and took him away and everything. Uh, And I have now all these public records about what happened. It'd be kind of a silence of the lamb meets punchline. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you have me. Yes. And I have you as a witness. (laughs) Because I had to go through a three hour interrogation. Oh, really? Oh, really? Because they thought for sure that something had happened to me or that I had seen something. It was hard for them to concept that I didn't know that man and I was staying. But that's so that's so them. foreign to anybody yeah. that we do right. that. It was really hard for them. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, right. it was Speaking really, really hard for them to get because that's a comic's life. We yeah. just meet and you met and then you went to war together. Yeah. Right? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
Jordan and Slade just they couldn't understand that I I really don't know him. I really said hello to him in the afternoon and talked about what gig or whatever. Then I did whatever I did and he went and I didn't I packed up in the morning and I left. Right. I didn't see him. I didn't speak to him again. That was my favorite part back in the the hey, the first comedy boom of the 80s. By the way, Jordan Brady was a great stand-up oh, comedian for a kind. very long time who moved on to directing. And uh, if in case you don't know, but of course you do. But, and I have to say, you are the man who put the porn music bit on the map. I, yes. I did not know that. That yes. was my, that was my signature bit. That, you so invented every, Bow Chicka Bow Wow. Everybody, it, everybody it who listens hacked. to it and, 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 and <laughs> says it now, it's because of Jordan Brady. You should have trademarked oh, wow. it. Wow, if I had a dime for every time someone told me I should have traded. <laughs> I'd have a pile of dimes from here to the moon. I'm sorry, Jordan, go back. Well, uh, no, I don't want to talk about the I Am Vince Champ movie. No, no. But, By uh, the way, that is all public be, record. I, I, don't have yes. to, I don't have to bleep uh, Vin, uh, Vince Champ's name. That no, is it's all not allegedly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's right. not allegedly. He's convicted. He's serving time, and it's really fucked up. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. it was. It, I don't know that that could happen now with the internet. By the way, I think they'd find it sooner. Probably. This is. This is. I mean, way Google's not even a. Right, right, right. right. Plus, I'm not staying in condos anymore. <laughs> so. <laughs> but the no, the fun part was what Tammy said about shows being Tuesday through Sunday, and Monday was this weird. There was a Venn diagram of traveling comics yes. that would mm-hmm. crash at a condo, like in Atlanta. At the punchline, it was the club. There was a house three blocks away in a neighborhood, and you think now those poor adjacent homeowners. Oh yeah, oh yeah. These transients (laughs) going in and out. So, like, I know Dana Gould was at one club, and I was at another. And then, as one came in and one left, we hung out. Like, I don't even think we did the same show. Right. Mm -hmm. That's where we met and became friends. And the amazing Jonathan. Sure. uh, I don't think it's a secret. You got to bleep out. But that was the first guy I didn't work with, but I stayed with. Who I got to, I learned how to do heroin. Oh, wow. Wow. He had a Congratulations. Waitress, uh, That's... Shooting him up wow. there. It was, I walked oh, in wow. the kitchen. He's like, What are you doing, kid? Wow. And you don't I want mean, to stay was... in condos anymore. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, just the idea that the waitress part was enough because they would just show up and you could tell that they were there. Like, that was their, they had three guys to pick who they could have fun with that right. week. And right. when I was there, I was off. <laughs> Oh, you're throwing off the curve. If the waitress said, she go, oh, you're the middle act. You're in the bedroom on the left. Right. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. What yeah. room you were in. Yeah, like, oh, you've, they moved the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks yeah. thanks to you and your generation, I can't even order a Corona from a waitress without her think she's hitting on me. Correct. <laughs> right? right? I'm married. <laughs> Where are you going? Right. That's how I came up with that fantastic bit about porn music. <laughs> So what countries did you hit when you, uh, uh, not that you're never going to do it again, but. Uh, Kuwait, mm-hmm. um, we did go to Iraq, just mm-hmm. really quickly, one little army base, um, right at the end of the highway to hell. Um, we went to uh, Kuwait, what did I say, Kuwait, Iraq, Dubai, I've been to Turkmenistan, this mm-hmm. is a different tour, um, Johnson Islands, so yeah. Well, I don't, know, I don't think I've even heard of the Johnson Islands. It's out in the, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, the Pacific. Okay. You had to have shots to go there, and you had to carry a kit. Oh, really? A makeup kit? Yes. Yeah, in case they were going to put a black and white filter over. Um, uh, they, they, I feel like I walk into getting punched back down. <laughs> um, uh, no, I forgot. What, what, there was some kind of chemicals. They were chemical weapons-based mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you're allowed you to say like just just for some reason you're supposed to carry it in case right. something happens you have seven minutes to inject yourself. I don't oh, know if geez. it's still like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it's a case in scorpion attacks you. <laughs> right. you get it on the toe. I always <laughs> yeah, I always got worried about going out and doing radio and podcasts after going there and like what can I say? What can I not say? But then I didn't sign anything and they brought comedians over. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't really. It, that was an issue, though. That was an issue for this film. Oh, I am Battle Comic. I am Battle Comic. I'm such a good host. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. No, that was that organic. effortless. That was organic. Is what until we you it. called it out. That was a smooth <laughs> transition. But the call out pointed was organic. It out. <laughs> the call out was organic, also. So it was organic, self congratulatory. So beautiful. <laughs> There's an old saying in the Navy loose lips sink ships. And so uh, I've bleeped and blurred out things in the film and not named specific bases and hotels so that so I, I don't want to be the guy that has his movie ripped off Pirate Bay. Well, to begin with, I want people to sure, buy it. Sure, of course not. But also uh, that ISIS is freeze-framing. Right. <laughs> right. Going, Look right here. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a legitimate concern. Um, the... Like the hotel issue, you, the, the the locations in certain places are completely blurred out, and it's they put entertainers up there in the same place every Always. time they I come into the. I was at the hotel that you guys were at. Right, I was at that and, hotel also. Yeah. So you, it's it's a just advertise. Hey, uh, the Department of Defense sends its entertainers exactly here right. on a regular basis, and they it's changed not, it now. That's. <laughs> That's the Kuwaiti it's condo. It's no longer that's that That's the Kuwaiti hotel. company condo. Yeah, right. yeah they the, changed it. There's, there's so much. I remember, I remember when I f- would take pictures and things on base and they'd make sure that you didn't have any radar dishes or antennas, mm-hmm. anything that gave direction or location and stuff like that. There was a big balloon, like a blimp. Mm-hmm. Like a derivative. In Afghanistan. In Afghanistan. Big. And they were, they were everywhere. And I thought it was just like a party atmosphere, but apparently <laughs> it's technology. And a guy goes, and I was shooting it mm-hmm. with my camera, and a guy goes, you know, you shouldn't be filming that. Just like a random guy. I don't even know if he was yeah. a contractor. Yeah. Or he didn't look like he was in uniform. He wasn't in uniform. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, ooh. So I self-censored quite a bit. Okay. Just as a proud American. Sure. Um, even though if you go on YouTube, there's a... You know, a welcome to Camp Patriot video. Now that you'll be living here, here's the PX. Here's your barrack. Here's an overhead view of the whole thing in a map. Like, yeah, yeah. The 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 different platoons have put up things that are readily available, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter. I don't want to be the guy that right. Correct. I remember when we were going to a, a, a an unknown base. Let's call it Camp Pescatelli. Okay, which is always fun. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. a weekend at Camp Pescatelli. (laughs) Always fun. (laughs) Um, And we're going out, and this was in Bahrain, I guess. And uh, and it was like, you know, secret and all that. And and, and we're going really fast, and we're passing an exit. It says Camp Pescatelli. Like that (laughs) way. And Steve (laughs) Maison's like, uh, we're passing the sign for our secret base. (laughs) 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 So I think there's a little... I don't know. Where were some? You ever have to surrender your cell phones or anything like that? Uh-huh. Um, but just just for like briefings that we've gone, I've mm-hmm. gone in rooms with generals or whatever, and they're right. you got to turn all your phones in. They don't want any pictures, no recording, right. no nothing. And I just hey, whatever, man. And you walk in, and it's, I mean, I've gone. There was we were in Afghanistan one time, 
and just this entire map with all these strategic, if I'd had any clue what I was looking at, sure. it was clearly our battle plan for this entire. Like strategic. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah, just very, uh, very bizarre. I, I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. None of that is in the, in the movie. Because it's like, there's a part where our, our battle comic founder, Don Barnhart, mm-hmm. who took me on this, this tour from, that we filmed, he brought, I mean, the, the guy has a heart of gold. Don Barnhart. Don Barnhart. Yeah. He's been doing these shows since 1992. Oh God. Yeah, same act, but still <laughs> a level of commitment. But you were sure had. to document. <laughs> I love you, Don. I love you dearly. He it's funny because it's true. He got me huge boxes, huge boxes mm-hmm. of uh, letters and things yeah. for the troops and oh, deodorant yeah. and DVDs. So and he schlepped them to Afghanistan, like not just on the plane to where we started. Boxes of and he's amazing. He took them to the USO Center. And by this point, I had learned from the government, like, oh, things to take out, things to, to blur sure. and whatnot. And I looked at the fridge, and there was a calendar, and I didn't really understand what it was. Right, right, right. But I go, fuck it. Oh, you get, that's fine. It's all things comedy. We can say fuck it. You can say fuck it. My kid's at school. It's fine. <laughs> so I said, fuck it. And I just blurred out the whole side of the, uh, of the screen. Uh-huh. And it becomes part of the visual language of the film. And... I'm just going to be honest. Maybe I bleeped and blurred things that didn't need to be just to throw you off, Taliban that's listening. <laughs> Is that your big demographic? Big demographic, Taliban. Is that, do do you guys. take a Facebook ad to target them specifically? <laughs> wow. Is that a thing target. like Taliban? I see what you did there. <laughs> a lot of guys. ISIS light. <laughs> we shouldn't joke because you know the truth is, is, didn't they do a big thing? Wasn't a couple hostages were taken because of that one film that they thought was anti Taliban that was in Florida. I can't remember. They they caused all these problems. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there's Protesting always that ridiculousness that. of of the like. That's because they don't have a lot of uh, the holy Qurans. I think mm-hmm. we talked about that too. You you realize too how we can't can't make a difference. Oh yeah. It, 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 the it doesn't mean that I can't support the troops and mm-hmm. I don't support my country, but there's not a change that's about to happen. It's just right. not. Yeah, that's true. We don't get political Thanks on this podcast. Thanks for bringing you down. Seriously. Right. Yeah. Wow. But wow. It's not that, even, was, that was more down than the it's, rape story. It's not even... <laughs> well, wait a second. That's because I've, I've learned that, that I have a jovial rape story, which is... I mean, it makes me uh, a woman among men. I mean, Vince Champ was funny. Let's just be real. Let's just... Um, maybe we should blur his name out of this because he is going to get out at some point. No. Will he get out? Yes. He's... Yeah. That's kind of like an Austin Powers twist to the movie. You get still out, in that movie. He still does talking. old jokes from the eighties when he gets out of prison. That that's hysterical. And then he can't um, he can't even do meet and greets after right. the show. <laughs> He's got the because, bar- bracelet, the ankle bracelet, tracking him. And everywhere. you know the sad part is that I can someone, get this movie. He probably have a, and he will probably have an agent, better agent than me, by the time he comes out. Well, it's a hook because that's how mm-hmm. it works. It's a hook. One thing I... Oh, he could go on tour with Cosby. It'll be crazy. It'll be crazy the, the cocktails that the club can come up with. The drink Today, specials. Oh, Jimmy my God. Fallon welcomes rape comedian. <laughs> Weirdly, one drink minimum. That's right. all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> and tape face boy. They can do it. 2033 is when he gets out. Oh, thanks to... Uh, yeah. But sooner you think I have gigs already booked then. <laughs> thanks to Sam. Sam, what's your last yes. name? 
Sam Damaris. Hi, everybody. How's Sam Damaris Slade, brother. Sam has done. Uh, we did. We've done so many military runs together. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. He's been into Iraq and Afghanistan. I only well. have three microphones. I know. Sam. That's <laughs> I'm just kind of flying on the wall in it. I, I love the, the director is giving up his microphone. I know. That's but he's my director. Jeopardy fact checker. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's Sam. You got to come on and do the show sometime. Excellent. Sam just got here to Los Angeles. I do love like when I talked to Jordan about doing this. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can do it Tuesday before the show, or maybe. You know, we can interview people at the screening tonight and then we can drop it in. And I'm like, hold the phone there, director. It's a lot of production. <laughs> you can do that. I'm just happy to be a guest. Get a portable Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the guy like uh, that dawned on me w- uh, when I first went to kind of the real outskirts bases and stuff like that and seeing what these men and women are living and not living with was the whole time in the back of my head, I had this tape going. God, I got to put on a good show for these people. Yes. God, I got to. I can't. Yeah. I can't eat it tonight. I can't do the divisive stuff I like to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I got to. Uh, yeah. It's, it's well, and that's again. That's the. That's the part. Like I come back from these tours, and it's there's a period of adjustment. Like when you do a month in Iraq or Afghanistan, then you come back and you're just playing, you know, wherever in Little Rock or mm-hmm. in front of just drunk Southerners. And you go, I mean, you guys just don't deserve the show the way those guys deserve the show. When you're staying in the, you know, so we we stay in the little compartmentalized living units mm-hmm. when you're on the little bases. And you know, you know, it might be two of you to a little room half the size of the studio here. And we are still staying better than the troops. There are four to one of those rooms. Oh, and then yeah. there's the the shower trailers and the latrines and the, the, the amount of privacy you don't have and the just the everyday boredom that goes on with that and you you're incentivized to go up there sure. and crush and then yeah. you come back you know oh, you bunch of drunk assholes i'm <laughs> not, i have no desire to talk to regular people anymore these guys were appreciative do you ever eat it in front of the yes yes i, I had a, i had a marine through well, a sugar Sam's caddy at even heard so, the story <laughs> <laughs> Well, we oh. did. Now, here, here's, here's a funny Sam story. We did. Uh, we were in Djibouti. Uh, and this Where's was, Djibouti? It's just south. Wait, of, I don't want to hear what you did last night. It's I want to talk about the truth. Wait, this is a very I can't, special moment. All right, before, before you say that, <laughs> remember we were talking about doing bits and cars and stuff. <laughs> So yeah. they, as we hold on, hold on. Can I set the atmosphere up? So let's go back. Take two, Jordan. So this isn't really a bit. This is like a softball. I'm going to lie. All right. Okay. Okay. Where is Djibouti? It's just south of Jabal's, Jordan. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I'm done. Is there a sound effect? <laughs> that was it. No more bits. No, no more bits. Us, right, no. No. The, the sound effect of us not reacting was exactly the sound effect that was. I'm out of the game. A little while, so for me that was a very, no, his, very good his, thrill. I I didn't meet you as a comic, so when I saw how funny you were, I, I it oh, was amazing, too kind, too kind, amazing, so funny. So go it's, ahead, I'm sorry, I don't want to. Oh yeah, yeah. oh so uh, <laughs> tell us about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, do I have to compliment Jordan now too? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, we were so we we did. It was all Marines, and this was this was back when there was there was no big venue on that base. It was an outdoor show, and you still intense at that point. It was yeah 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 yeah. 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 So we're staying intense, and um, 11 degrees north was the venue, but it was this outside bar. And now I've done a million of these. I think this was one of Sam's first trips. So. They on the itinerary, you got to work clean. You got to do this. Well, it's Marines. It's there's yeah, like yeah, yeah. eighty Marines sitting out there, and Sam goes up first and does a half hour crystal clean, mm-hmm. and they stare at you. Could hear mosquitoes 
move through the room. Right, right. Uh-huh. There's not a single laugh other than me cackling like a <laughs> wild man in the back. And he's just, and he's following the rules. And I, I and then I go up and I'm dirty and everything's cool. Well, the next night we have a second show. It's the exact same people. Oh. Now I'm relatively aware of this and prepared. Sam walks up and you hear this 80 person collective, oh shit. <laughs> Sam. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, last night I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Tonight we're going to be fine. And it ended up being great. But there was a moment in that first show where he looks out at them and I just never, he goes, (laughs) Sam on the microphone. I said, uh, said, uh, look guys, I've got to fill 20 more minutes. Um, I I don't want to be here as bad as you don't want to see me. (laughs) But just bear with me for 20 more minutes and I promise you will never see me again. Twenty-four hours later, I find the opposite. Sometimes I feel like they they give me way more credit than I deserve. Oh gosh, here, let me move my water. I'm about to ruin his podcast for life. Um, <laughs> Usually, that's the case. Though. I feel like I think it's almost opposite. Like I feel like I don't even deserve this. This isn't. They're just being yeah, so exuberant. They're so nice, you yeah, know. It's, it, they're just so mm-hmm. so happy, and you're like, "This is okay. This is not what you <laughs> think it is." Like, right. I, it's a first standing ovation. I remember getting. I used to get like reverse standing ovations. Like, <laughs> that I would go on to close the show after the headliner had gotten a stand. Like they'd sit, sit down, down. Yeah, with yeah, me, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "I had never." I'm like, I know that it's good, but it's not. You shouldn't be standing right. up. Save you your know? energy. Yeah. No, they're they're just incredible. Incredible crowds. I uh, I was on. I did an aircraft carrier who had they had been out for sixty something oh, days. Oh. You landed with the where the hook yeah, grabs yeah. the plane. Can, <laughs> all that, that stuff's up there. I, I collected over. And did the, the show outside? Did, no, we did the show in the hangar. Gotcha. It was still one hundred and thirty degrees. Yeah, sure. And uh, but the hangar on the aircraft carrier. Mm-hmm. It's where they keep all the planes below deck. Gotcha. Yeah, and all uh, the captain's uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> On the <laughs> I thought that we had a rule. Before, right? it? <laughs> it wasn't. I have no need to use it. We had an agreement. And, uh, I'm going back to that, that one, <laughs> now, apparently. What sound effect did we use there? But <laughs> oh, us not laughing, I think is what <laughs> Hold Tam, on, is what I'm pulling said. the Murphy bed out. <laughs> <laughs> but they were not... It laid there. They, that, they were a tight... They were just miserable. Because... A big base like that, they can still get around and, and, and leave the base sometimes. And, and, and But you're confined to a ship for 60-something days. And they had been headed home, I think, three times oh, before they got called back out. Yeah. So nobody on this boat was happy. And that's, yeah. that's, another, that's another factor, too, that I've seen. If the, uh, the commanding officer sometimes has a drastic effect on how the crowd reacts. And I've been in places where the sea, like whoever the base commander is, they'll come sit right up front mm-hmm. in a very center chair, and they're just sort of staring at you. And those people are usually a little stuffier, but all of their men and women are kind of, they don't want to laugh at something off color and that guy be sitting there. It's the best shows I think I've had is where like the commander will come out and I'll go, okay, we have a comedy show. I just want you guys to know I'm officially leaving the room. You oh, guys yeah. have a good yeah. time. And that's, I could once in, once in Kyrgyzstan and once in, uh, once in Korea and another time in Spain mm-hmm. where these guys were just, they were so cool about it. Hey, this is more about the men and women. You guys get rowdy. Do I know they said be a little cleaner, 
do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to be here. And those oh, shows, oh, that's they, great. those guys, those yeah. guys take good care of their men. It's like having that's, a substitute uh-huh. teacher. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, it's like the headliners. It's like a parent who too. smokes pot with you. It's a very. No, that's never <laughs> good. Just so you know. That's actually. <laughs> I mean, no? It, no. Okay. In theory, no. it works. Cross. And it Damn seems it. Cool. Right. That's, that's not, not a good I'm not a parent. My kid gets home at three, be out of the house. Tammy really crystallizes it in the film, I Am Battle Comic. Terrible name. But oh, we got to get to that. We got to get to that. Compliment Tammy first. Well, Tammy says oh, yeah. it in black <laughs> please, and white, Murray, looking right at the camera, how the troops become real faces. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's Judy from Corsicana or uh, Keisha from Allentown. I, I made these names. Yes, up. I was sure. going right. to say. But... Um, you sold it well. Only though, women are in the troops. <laughs> well, there are more women. That <laughs> was a big so surprise. Well. There, there are far more women than I expected. Yes, of course. And and there were some, uh, I think, openly gay soldiers mm-hmm. that sure. like they were. There was no hiding it. And beautiful. And and, and, and everybody got along. There were Muslim soldiers, uh, Christians, Jews, some Wiccans. What? I no, I made that up. <laughs> I was gonna say Keisha's a Wiccan. Keisha I wouldn't even know Wiccan. Keisha's a Wiccan from Allentown. <laughs> from Allentown. I didn't know she was a Wiccan. <laughs> she. That was the Azkaban base. That was the Harry Potter. I will confess. <laughs> there's, a, there's a clip of Don Barnhart from the early '90s mm-hmm. that he gave me some footage from how long he's been doing this, mm-hmm. and I put it in the movie, and I didn't know like really the year, and I didn't know the country. I think I made up like. Iraqi Stan or you know Kazambul yeah. or something. It's just it's on screen for like two oh, seconds because Don c- corrected him. He goes, you know, I couldn't have been doing that. The Gulf War hadn't happened. I hadn't gone over. I go, just tell me the year. Yeah, and I put it on there. And so that's a that's an inside tip for the listener. It's. It's Most all, of this film is bullshit. We didn't even go. It's yeah, a moon landing. Yeah. But it's when, the when you thing. meet the soundstage, all done in the back lot. Yeah, when you meet them during the day. From from my one time, right when I met from base to base the different units, that was great in and mm-hmm. of itself. Even if they couldn't make the show, because they'd be like, "No, we're on duty tonight." But when you when you saw them that night at the show, it was like, "Hey, remember me from nine o'clock this morning?" Yeah. <laughs> and and there was a there's a Absolutely. real connection and. It did break up their Groundhog Day, as they call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the inside joke. Uh, the well, we. Ha- I mean, it's 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 always fun to me when you get to see them out of the the uniform work environment. You know what I mean? Like you you go out and you they're they're manning the gate, and it's the guy with the gun and the hat. And then later on at the show, he's just out there in a you know whatever his NFL team's T shirt is, yeah. and he's having a beer. And you d- oh, okay, you you get to be a human being right. a little yeah, bit. I think now is harder than when we. Fir- I first went out when Don went, like when it was quote the unquote, old USO. The, days. Yeah, the you know uh, in in two thousand and two when it was actually war. Yeah, and all yeah. That. I think. Now, with the technology, it's even harder for them because they can communicate. They can see FaceTimes. I think almost you have to shut... For me, it would be I would have to shut off a part of my brain. Out of sight. Right. right. Because then I could focus. I could get done what I need to do, and I could be the soldier that I need to be. You're saying, just so I understand... That if you were Skyping your family every couple of days, it would be harder. Way harder for hmm, me to right. be present. That's, I think it would bring so much depression and it would really lower my morale. Well, that's interesting. Well, that's why I, I, it's, it's horrible, but I think techno- technology doesn't help them. I, I, yeah. I think you I know? kind of agree with that. I'm, you know, it's kind of a similar situation. I met a guy, a kid, I should say, over there who 
when he got deployed and he was in Africa, um, he didn't tell his parents where he was going. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm being deployed. I'm not going to talk to you guys for six months. Wow. And, and he wouldn't do it because if something should happen anywhere remotely in that area gonna and he can't communicate, they're going to think he's worried. And it's going to mm-hmm. be six months before. So he's just like, Mom, Dad, I love you. I'm being deployed. I'll just talk to you guys in six months. Wow. Well, I mean, that that's a genetically ingrained in us sure. as a parent. You know, when you have a kid, like my mother, if there's an earthquake, are you okay? Yeah. Do you need anything? Yeah, I'm trapped under the fridge. Yeah, it was in China. <laughs> Come my, now. No, yeah. Well, my, my mom, I don't, I intentionally don't, uh, when I go on these tours, I'm quiet about where I'm going because she is, she, but she freaks out over every, she knows nothing about geography or the, you know, she just has no concept. So I'm like, well, I'm going to be in Belgium and she'll go, oh my God. And I'm like, it's Belgium. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to yell unless you've Googled it. That's, the, but, way to further the Texas stereotype, by the way. <laughs> we, we go nowhere. Um, no, but I, I think that's a, sort of keeping people in the dark on that. Line. I totally understand. Yeah, I mean that's who I would be, but I, I just I think it's different. But that's also why they need to laugh so much too. I think because it's this constant chaos, like. How do you participate and you you have a FaceTime video mm-hmm. of your son's baseball game and mm-hmm. then you got to strap your your guns on and go out and hopefully defuse a bomb or right. Well, I've seen know? I've seen cuz in in a lot of these US or the USO play in the MWR tents or wherever, they'll just have these screens set up and these guys, you know, they're computers and they're just your privacy still doesn't exist. Like one guy will be on a computer here, one guy's here. They're all just mm-hmm. FaceTiming and Skyping. And you, you don't eavesdrop. You can't help but overhear. And I've seen fights happen like that, you know, and the guy will just, you know, slant, you know, click the, click the button and end the conversation. And he walks off and that's Italian. Yeah, probably <laughs> for sure. But there, you, you don't get there. I mean, trying to go out and do the Explains job that these the guys are doing. Yeah. It, well, I, plus, I can't imagine, you know, just when you're a comic filmmaker i go out of town and shoot for a couple weeks 10 days you're a filmmaker yeah okay and when you come back <laughs> and try to plug the into the family mm-hmm. but my wife and kids have had a routine going yeah right mm-hmm. that's really hard they're like hey don't come back thinking you're going to control everything and now we're all going to change and drop what we were doing because you're back that's so, a difference between being a father and a mother because the moment I walk through the door, they drop everything at oh, my for feet. A mother. Okay. Yeah, I mean they drop it. I I walk in and I'm like, I don't even my suitcase down. Thanks for the laundry. You know, right, <laughs> like right. it's not. Did you guys do anything while I was gone? <laughs> no, but, it's but, like but poltergeist in my house. We do it for a couple of weeks, or you you go mm-hmm. out on the road for what three weeks at no. the most? No, I don't even do that. Yeah. You do weekends. Now. I I literally do three or four days at a time. This is See, the that's longest great. eight days. Okay, so imagine a Nine year. Months. No, I can't. Yeah. A I can't. year deployment oh, yeah. and coming back to your family. I and can't. one of the soldiers in the movie talks about it. He says, you know, you think you're undisciplined in your personal life, and then you go home and you really see what undisciplined oh, yeah. Yeah. nature is. And But that really, that moment filming that, we were all in the cafeteria, and this guy came up and started talking that to That kid him. was incredible. It, it, that's when it, the, the whole movie, like the thesis took a different direction. Mm. You kind of, in a documentary, you jump off the cliff without a net. You go, okay, I'm going to see what happens. I have an idea what's going to happen. There's a beginning, middle, and end because I'm leaving. I'm going to come home. But when the troops started talking about how they get through day to day and what it means to have people like Tammy and Slade and Sam coming over there, and you, and even Don. Even Don? <laughs> even Don. Not, Not so much weird. Bob Kubota. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it Jeff was, Capri, Jeff Capri was on the, the oh, trip yes. as well. Oh, I should so mention funny. Jeff because Jeff Capri's on the, so funny. Been on the show before. <laughs> he was he was like uh, a big brother to me when we left LA. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what you pack. Don't pack too much. Don't do this. And then just meeting everybody. You know, we knew each other. We'd never met. No. But just meeting the different comedians that have done these things is really, it's kind of a special club mm-hmm. to be a part of. Yeah, mm-hmm. except that if you don't have your DOD card, you can't get to a USO club at at the airport, which is a really... <laughs> yeah. I was like, shouldn't I be able to... I've done my, my time. Shouldn't I be able to go to the USO lounge? Um, you know what is really great, and I have to say this, uh, I, I'm by far not a filmmaker mm-hmm. or a film student, but the juxtaposition of the comics... And the lackadaisical nature of comedy and comedians in general in the military base was so cool. And I think I began to see that even more. I know it. I lived it. But you showed it. And I thought that was super cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I missed that. You showed what? The, the, just the difference between the comic, like you see, what you kind of see is the comics who are like these loose and, you know, comics are who we are by right. nature. You okay. can tell that some of the commanders, I mean, it's implied in the movie, but I, I know physically that they kind of think that, you know, we're clowns sure. coming in. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Really, really be funny tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where's your makeup? Where's your <laughs> right. big shoes? You know what I mean? Did you all ride yeah. in the car to get here together? <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you see, you see the the structure of the military base, but then also you see the military people become loose, yes, and the uh, comics okay. become a little bit more structured. Well, because you have it's a it's yeah. a we're, you go in as a comic where most comics are sleeping until whenever they feel like getting up. Yeah. Just our lives are not the most disciplined unless we make them that way. You're on a military base. It is, I mean, if you're not where you're supposed to be within that second, it's and just it's always interesting and, yeah. to watch the way comics. Completely adapt yeah. to the environment. It's it's a complete difference from mm-hmm. the regular day to day. You can't take some people over there. Period. Yeah, I had a guy who um, I was putting a tour together, and brilliantly funny guy. Thought he would have killed. And uh, his re- he was like, "Yeah, I don't think I can go that long without smoking pot. Otherwise, I'd go." And I was like, "Okay, cool, nice talking to you. Click." Wow, what an interesting. And you, but you forget about that's. I mean, that's a priority. Mentality. Yeah, yeah priorities. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did I in battle come? Why is that such a terrible name? Well, well, well just say it out loud. We all know it's a terrible <laughs> name. But how did it come so, about? So the, story the first documentary that I made about comedians is called "I Am Comic." Mm-hmm. Like I am Spartacus, right? I am comedy available am on comic, iTunes, which is a pretty good name, I think. I am comic, sure. And it was it did okay. really well. It had, has a little cult following. And then uh, it was actually Don Barnhart. Funny man, funny motherfucker, booked me at Jack Diddley's, and I took a camera, and I went with Wayne Fetterman, Jew, oh. <laughs> and uh, we, we... He learned that we, in the military base in Germany. <laughs> he did not we know it. The, uh, we shot that. That became I Am Road comic, mm-hmm. like a sequel. I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. So then Don says, hey, come on this tour, and I'm like, well, I have to stick with the I Am mm-hmm. blank comic brand. Right. Because better title would have been I am comic colon military grade. Right? Yeah, yeah. That would have been a great, great thing, right? Right. You're not spelling out colon. Colon. Right? <laughs> no, not spe- that would be, I am. that wouldn't fit on a, yeah, that would be a bad, DVDs. That would be a bad Yeah, name. that would be not good. Yeah. Um, so, so two dots. Two dots. Or colon one Powell, over the other. Which is a picture of colon Powell. I, I am comic uh, military grade. I am comic. Even Battle Edition would be bad sure. because you know there's the yeah. the roast. Oh, sure. what, Sam, what do they call the when the comedians oh, no. duke it out? What is it? Roast battle. Yeah. 
I couldn't really understand you. What was it? <laughs> roast battle. A roast battle. Roast battle. A roast beef. battle. Roast beef. It's, it's it's a, I thought he said roast beef. I am I am comic roast beef edition, <laughs> which isn't bad. which is for the Food Network. Yeah. We're working on that after so, we leave here. So the, Don's outfit is called Battle Comics, mm-hmm. and he gives you, uh, I think it's a gross of t-shirts. Like it was a palette that came to my house of Don Barnhart Battle yeah. Comic Didn't t-shirts. His wife. Uh, his wife designed by Linda Vu designed the logo. It's very tasteful. I can't tell you how much I love that. <laughs> I, I just love that so much. And uh, so I just like I am Battle Comic, and we called ourselves the Battle Comics. It, it just kind of stuck, and so it keeps within. It's the trilogy. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. <laughs> nailed it. <That's- laughs> Did you hear any of that? Was that too long? <laughs> yeah. We're having three way conversations while you yeah, explain yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> So, but now, now, uh, stop who, trying to pretend like you're interested. <laughs> Just let it go. Really, where are we going from that? Stop, stop trying to understand <laughs> it. Let me recover Just a little it, bit here. Just wait no, till you it, hear the theme song. That's said, what's worse than the title. <laughs> who said in the vicinity of Braveness? Oh, that was Wayne Fetterman. That would have been yeah. that would have been a fantastic name. In he, the vicinity Wayne, of what? In, in the, the vicinity of Braveness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wayne, been, Wayne is in all three of the movies, by the way. Braveness adjacent. That Jack Diddley's Club you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the, the only time I have ever got the you suck heckle. It was awful. Oh, that, really? Yeah. Oh, somebody wow, literally lucky. yelled, you suck. <laughs> and he was not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was the headliner. <laughs> yeah, I Am Road Comic is is currently playing on Netflix. I don't know when this drops, but it's on It'll Netflix. It'll be on Sunday. It's, so on it's on Netflix. It's on iTunes. But what was funny is at midnight... They had a, a Jello wrestling contest to <laughs> at, send at someone Diddley's. at Jack Diddley's. It was out in uh, the out in the back patio, and they you know they put the tarps down, the mm-hmm. blue tarps you get it at normal Walmart. Jello wrestling. And they put <laughs> it's not even really Jello. It's like some sort of special sorbent polymer. Yeah, thingy. it's a yeah. fake the fake stuff Jell-O. that comes in spam. And somewhat yes, Ooh. yes, it is like or gefilte fish. Ugh. And they color it green. Did you learn that from Wayne Fetterman in Germany? Jew. (laughs) So through the magic of editing, I put the Jello wrestling before the show to make the club look more like a hell gig. That's a little inside tip for the listeners. There is first of all, I don't know if you can make bullshit now. Wait a second. second. I I just want you to know. Yes, it does break reality a little bit, but I do think that anytime you play a club. That has a Jello wrestling tournament. <laughs> I don't think the time frame. It's a hell gig. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that that, that anybody's going to argue over well, over your memory. The, the week before that we went up there, I was advertising not not with Facebook ads. I don't think they were invented, but I would put on there, "Hey, I'm coming to this club. People come out." And I was looking for an opener because. Don was like, oh, you and Wayne can co-headline. And I didn't have the material. So I'm like, oh, I was tweeting. I finally got a kid. To, young Seth Milstein came over to open. So I whittled my time slot down to about 20 minutes. Sure. <laughs> but uh, the week before, uh, the bouncers threw a guy out, and he landed on his head <gasps> and went into a coma, which is documentary gold. Yes. Right. Not funny at all. No, no. No. Yeah. And so people were hitting me on Facebook, boycott this club, and by the time we got there, the night of our show, there was a candlelight vigil oh. <laughs> for the guy. For the people, Jello wrestling. Uh, no, yeah, for, <laughs> for the death of your career, yes, you mean? Yes. That's what I would have had it oh, for. The docu gods, though. The docu oh, gods. So it was. That's all true and and unaffected in the in the editing, but 
in hindsight, like I kept wishing for someone to violently approach the stage, or, right. like like can I get something thrown at me right. or someone like fisticuffs? That's what I wanted. Here's You're what pisses me off filmmaker. about that story. <laughs> trying to you know put butts in seats from the maker of I Am Rapist. Here comes. <laughs> I am Vince Champ. <laughs> Here's what pisses me off about that story, Jordan, because I was up there a year probably before you did that, and cause it had to been because that sh- club was short lived. Yeah. And the guy who yelled "You suck" at me got. Every bit of anger I had welled up in my from whatever happened to me in the last two weeks just just launched into him to where in the back of my head I was saying to myself you need to shut up because he's gonna fucking kill you right. uh, <laughs> wow so it was that bad and you I, slammed him with your I just kept slamming right. and kept yes. slamming him and kept slamming him probably went after his girlfriend and kept slamming mm-hmm. it was just one of those every once in a while you just of course you just you deserve somebody, a bit punch somebody gets just. Cracks the dam. Weren't you worried he may not book you again? (laughs) (laughs) Implying that it was the club owner that was doing the heckling. Even if you need subtitles, that's funny. (laughs) Subtitles for a podcast. Even if you need audio subtitles, that still hits home. After that, I went to the bouncer and said, hey, man, do you mind walking me to my car? I think I got some trouble. And the guy said no. Then a year later, he's fucking throwing people yeah. on their heads. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Fun, but he hated me that much that he wanted to see me get my ass kicked by the heckler. You always felt like comedy was in the way at that room. Like they, they just had yeah. no reason to. It was because it was a dance club when I was right. there, right immediately afterwards. Mm. And they were like, if you're not done at 10, we're just going to turn the music on. Right, you're, right. That's why are we even here? Yeah. Yeah, there's always those crazy stories about, you know, people throwing. I, I, mean, I based the. Com- 10 year podcast on those crazy stories. <laughs> but, right? but I mean, though, but I mean, seriously, though, of the times that you snap, like there have oh, yeah. literally been times that I had to make a conscious decision to not annihilate people. Mm-hmm. Like there was a kid who killed himself shortly after a heckling incident. And it's the people at the club told me that because they knew him like Vic. And when I came back and I'm like, I felt what if I had a piece of that? I didn't own that, but right, you know right, what I mean? Right. What if I had a piece of that? So now I kind of, it's not with kid gloves because this is how I actually yeah, no, you can't. pay my rent and take care of my son, but I do kind of step back a little bit. Like, this is not my mortal enemy. Sure. Like, you know, mm. we don't have to, this isn't, and now, now then we'll go to a certain level and then I'm like, all right, now you're done. Right. This is not going the way you think in your head. It's time for you to go. Yeah. I usually try to give it, let them think they got it without giving it to them, the heckler. Like if I lay into them pretty hard mm-hmm. or something, I like, you know, I'm able to do this. Like, oh, then this guy's going to kick my, you know, right. Right. just kind of sure. give it to make it seem like, oh yeah, I could if I want, you know, mm-hmm. I try to give it back to them a little bit. So nobody leaves mad. See, I'm, I turn the crowd on you. You oh, get that. You turn the crowd on them and it's a, now all of a sudden it's 250 people versus you. And it's right. not just about you versus me. And that tends to yeah. calm them. But we had a, God, there was that's in, a great tactic in man. Houston. Um, I started the a bar room. Doesn't like you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, all you have to do is explain to them, right? Oh, wrong right. guy, wrong guy. Right. You suck. Yeah. No, uh, but I, ha- I know what you mean because I make them. I tell them, I'm like, how much are tickets? And then they go like 15, 20, 25. I'm like, okay, some people don't make that in an hour, yeah. right? right? That means they got to work all day long. They got to come here. They get sitters. They bring this is. Mm-hmm. They don't get out. They've worked now for three and a half days to come see the show. Yeah. You know, I, I go, if You're you not don't let me say what I need to say, they're going to kick your ass in the parking right, lot. Right, and then right. it becomes a big fun and everybody beats up that guy. Okay, I like that. But go ahead, I'm You're sorry. Saying, no, that's, I, 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 was in, I was in Houston, though. This was, in our, it's 
the worst thing that's ever happened. But uh, oh, hold there was, on, there was, <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> yeah. thing that ever has ever Get happened. Get those audio ever. subtitles. Get the cost, nothing. The rape, the rape nothing. War, <laughs> war, forget war. Seren the war that we were last exclusive. Uh, <laughs> okay, ten so years I, into it, we find I the worst. Sam, you might need to leave the room. By the way, did you mean that? Being booked in Houston is the worst. It's the worst. That's it. That's there's no story now. <laughs> That's just it. Uh, it was it was the day after Christmas at a comedy showcase, and they just put on a you know Saturday show. They mm-hmm. didn't have a Friday because of Christmas. There were like six comics on the bill, and I'm five of six. And there's this one woman who has been heckling. She's yelled through the whole show, and no one the comics shut her up, but nobody from the club. Yeah. Said, and I'm just pacing in the back. I'm like, let me at her. Let me at her. Let me at her. Like and a my, caged tiger. Yeah. And yeah, in my yeah. brain, I'm like, if she says anything at all, I'm just I'm just gonna pounce. I was right. there. Yeah. And I'm two seconds into my show, and she immediately yells something out, and I turn to her, and before I can even say anything, this soccer mom in the front row leans back and goes, "Shut the fuck up." And I look down, I'm like, oh my God, this is about to get so ugly. And the woman stands, she's a larger mm-hmm. woman, stands up and starts walking up to this Which woman. Which one, the, the soccer mom? No, the soccer mom's still seated. She's oh, okay. a, you know, heckler mom. The heckler mom. Yeah. The heckler woman is, she's massive. And she stands up and starts working her way towards the lady in the front row. And I don't remember exactly what it's something. They are battle comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said something horribly distasteful about her weight. That's a good title. And her, her husband or boyfriend stands up and starts making his way to the stage. Somebody knocks over a table. It turns into a 30-person brawl wow. on the right side of oh, the room. Wow. And the left side is patiently seated, waiting to see what's going to happen. And I just kind of turn to them, and I'm like, so what do you guys want to talk about? And we, it, For 10 minutes, till they get everyone out of the room, and as soon as they finally clear that whole side, I go, okay, thank you, good night, and I just bring up the next guy. But it's, So war is easier for you. Oh, easy, yeah. Than Houston? My God. So the war zone to get away. To get it's because he couldn't get booked in the States. <laughs> We're sending you to Iraq where you can do less damage. <laughs> you know, the funniest uh, anybody I ever seen anybody take a heckler was Wayne Fetterman, coincidentally okay. enough, who uh, five minutes into a set, somebody uh, started talking to him and no creativity, no humor, <laughs> nothing. Shut up. <laughs> I worked hard to do this stuff. I'm here to do this job. Now shut up or you're getting kicked out. <laughs> I go to the 99 cent store. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't want to. He's like, shut up. I'm do- he, he's been doing In it for defense, 100 years. The 99 cent store bit is really classic. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's and you do need silence. <laughs> um, before I saw we were- him do that bit last night. By the way, he goes, I didn't know Lionel Richie had an applesauce, yeah. which was my <laughs> favorite <terrible>. line. <laughs> He's Look, changed yeah. it, too. USS I... Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh, Look, that's where? The, fancy. There's, some, your there's a little your bit. Lanyard. Your lanyard. There's a little oh, sign, right. yeah, serendipitous. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I was on over the holidays. No, the Eisenhower, that was the one in the Gulf. Oh, it's a ship. Gulf. It's an aircraft carrier. Ah. Yeah, it's not a cruise the line. mighty icon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... One of, my, one of my favorite gigs uh, or shows, I should say, was when we went and met with the uh, quick response team, the QRT, who are on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're Marines. They're the first. If anything goes down, they're the first on the on the scene. They patrol the cities because, you know, as much as Trump says, we're going to take our bases off here. It's not that easy. There's, we're so right. Yes. It comes with. You're an idiot. Um, we don't get political on this podcast. <laughs> um, so they couldn't go. So we're like, hey, you know what? Our show starts at 8. Your last patrol comes in at 7. We'll come down. We'll make you laugh for like 35, 45 minutes. So we put these four, uh, two by fours together, made a stage. 
they hung out on their Humvees over their turrets, oh, you so know. Cool. Mm-hmm. It was just like my, maybe one of my favorite shows of all time. Do you guys ever do any small little we, shows like that mm-hmm. out in, way out in? Mm-hmm. We had a we were somewhere in Iraq, and the uh, there was no stage. They thrown a piece of plywood on the gravel, mm-hmm. and the guys, you know, there's thirty or forty. Guys. <coughs> Excuse me, um, thirty Sam's or forty guys fine. seated out there, and it starts to get dark right about the time I go on stage. I'm like, man, they already can't hear me. There's no microphone. What are we going to do with no lights? And you hear this rumble and this guy pulls this MRAP big yep. armored vehicle up, cocks the Q-beam over and just <laughs> lights this place up like a nuclear array. You're like, right. oh, okay. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll do another hour. <laughs> that was, he was giving you the light to get off stage. Yeah. That, <laughs> I see it. Wrap it up. <laughs> he was at the show in Houston. So he knew. He knew what was Before about to Before he starts happen. that fight. <laughs> Yeah, those guys are hyper creative though with yeah. stage and sound and like mm-hmm. they'll find a way yeah, to yeah. make a show happen. Absolutely. What about you? Yeah, no, same same kind of thing. We, we were on it was the sandstorm where literally we were on crates. Okay. We were on pallets mm-hmm. rather. You know, they built little pallets up. We did have a sound system, but it wasn't very good. But they all pulled up. It was just this base of tents mm-hmm. and then shortly thereafter jeeps pulled up humvees uh-huh. pulled up they had their blankets that they laid on oh, cool. it was funny they took cots some of them brought their cots out mm-hmm. and just but, laid and everybody's and, got their rifle yeah. right next to them in some of those places and that's oh, yeah. that will never not be intimidating right, there's right. 200 guys and this guy's from texas yeah <laughs> right, right. yeah and i have pictures of me with those rifles that i like to post every once in a while just to scare people <laughs> <laughs> just right before big pta meetings Right. I'd like to show the picture of me with the rifle. We didn't have, that one. We didn't have a sound system, but it was also 120 degrees. That's tough. And I was, and we had to do the show at eight. And I was the only comic who brought a change of clothes, just thinking, "Hey, we're going to be outside. It's right. going to be 120 mm-hmm. degrees. I'm going to bring just a pair of pants and a and a thing." And mm-hmm. the other two comics were just drenched, cracked sweat yeah. all over, going up to do the show in you the can't, air yeah. conditioned area. <laughs> I, remember, I remember bringing like the first tour, so I was like, "Oh, I'll bring a button up and I'll look up now." Nah, t-shirts and no. jeans, man. Yeah. There's no bathing suits practically. Yeah. Like you just want to put on a, a a unitard and let that be. That's so hot. <laughs> That's kind of a good shtick. <laughs> just all of us. <laughs> the unitard. Comedian. Like, <laughs> I have to say, I face blue and moved to Vegas. <laughs> I never did a, a small one mm-hmm. like that, but the meet and greets were really special. And I have to say, you know, Don Barnhart was the master with sincerity and gratitude. He would engage troops mm-hmm. yeah. on a one to one level and be funny in mm-hmm. doing it and just. Walk into any barracks. I was going to say, even start beyond com- the meet and greets, he would do that at dinner and he would do that at. A- He'd sit down at a table in the chow hall and just start, just start chatting up, and yeah, doing some jokes, and that to me was really special. And I know you've done that, and yeah. I saw Slate do it. Sam, I, I never saw that, Sam do it. That, exp- <laughs> <laughs> that explains why Don Barnhart can sell his CD or DVD after a show, no matter how well his show went. No one has. Yeah. Seen always, I've always <laughs> been so he's intrigued also, by he's a hypnotist. Like, he's also a hypnotist. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Part of me thought he hypnotized me to make this thing. <laughs> Seriously. He would call me up late at night. Hey, Jordan, are you sleepy? <laughs> I want to talk to you You're about some projects. Sleeping. <laughs> Just driving you to the gig, puts on the windshield wipers. <laughs> You're very yes. sleepy. <laughs> I will tell your life story. <laughs> were you going to say something, Tammy? Did we interrupt? I don't remember. No, I was going to say something. That's right. No, I interrupted we're you. We're speaking of hot and sweaty in Africa. We went. They have. They built a pool for the. And they're like, "Oh, let's go to the me and Steve Mason. Let's go to the pool." And we go to the pool, and the uh, 
lifeguards like, hey, shower off first, shower off. <laughs> and they're tanks of water in 130, 140 degrees. Yeah. Get in the shower. This <laughs> is scalding hot water. You run to the pool and cool. But that's 102 degrees. Uh-huh. Anyway. Right. Well, they, they were they were messing with us in Djibouti the first when we were in tents mm-hmm. in the uh, in the middle of the night. They'd go cut our generator off so we would lose AC, and they would laugh hysterically, and we'd die sweating, and you had to go turn it back on. And well, that yeah. was the that was the other thing. If it was so hot, if you were outside, but if you w- happened to find air conditioning, I think only Air Force bases really did. They're I spoiled. See. Yeah, yeah, and once in a while in the Army bases, but for sure Marines, there was never a drop of. There wasn't even a fan. I think. In, uh, but they would, if you were outside, you were boiling. And if you were inside, you were freezing because yeah. it was like extreme oh, yeah. Arctic cold inside. You can get sick that way, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was sick for a lot of other. I got it. I got it. Did I ever tell you this? That I got a Dear John letter my first tour. Like, I go, I'm not even in the military. <laughs> and I got a Dear John email. What happened? The guy broke, drove me to the airport and then broke up with me on an email. Like, he's like, I'm going on a date. I got to go. What? <laughs> like, so oh, you're, you're not picking me up when I get back. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought some military guy got attached to you. No, no, like- no, no, no. My boy, I literally went out there and like the first day I was there, I got the email from him saying, yeah, I have a date tonight. I didn't want to tell you when I was dropping you off at the airport. Oh, <laughs> love Vince Champ. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we had a safe word. <laughs> date victim. Nine one one. God, I wish I was. I wish I wasn't trying to write <laughs> jokes. When I was with you guys. All right. What? This is great, guys. I really appreciate you guys coming out. We did all right. We did all right, even though some of us were late. Thanks for having I us. Know, yeah. I know. It was me. But no. that's why I took the window, the, the chair in the sun. Oh, are you in to... the sun? Are you too hot? No, no, it's I okay. It's no, I'm good. Well, we're over now. How much? Anyway. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Hostage comedy? <We're>, <laughs> we got to be done at some point. All right. So before we get your guys' information, Jordan, tell us where you're on a movie tour somewhat, for lack of better words. You're just going to be know, a few more all, cities, right? It's all at jordanbrady.com. Oh, all right. You click Lazy. on I Am Battle Comic but events. But tell them about what you're doing with Yeah, because the Oh, the cause like, oh, is yeah, yeah, okay. a big deal. So, <clears throat> like, it'll be everywhere soon. Okay. End of the summer. People can find it. I am Battle Comic. But what we're doing now is we, tonight, I mean, I don't know when tonight Last is. Tuesday. Last week, we did our L.A. screening to benefit. I missed it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you're here. <laughs> To, to benefit Operation Gratitude. They you send, were late. <laughs> they sent care packages to the really troops. Really late. Right, right. We did one in Phoenix, and we gave all... This is 100% of the door, not uh-huh. just like portion of proceeds. Sure. It's everything, right? We're, we gave all the proceeds to Semper Fi Fund mm-hmm. in Phoenix. Uh, in Detroit, Dallas, and Houston, we gave all the money to uh, National Military Family Association, who they do great things with families of military mm-hmm. and kids, and they have a camp. And it's just, they're just all wonderful charities. And it was so hard to pick one. I said, well, let's just go around the country and and help mm-hmm. all these charities. Right. So I implore your listeners to donate to any of these or find a charity of your own that speaks to your heart. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that service person coming home at the airport, maybe say thank you for your service. Maybe just smile. Mm-hmm. Just let them know that you acknowledge them and what they did because... They volunteered, they mm-hmm. sacrificed their personal freedom and liberty to keep us safe at home. 
So that's what we're doing with the film. We've raised thousands and thousands of dollars already. Uh, and we have Minneapolis coming up and Vegas and another city near you. Sorry, that was long. I tend to go on and no, on. So. It wasn't the Jeopardy thing. We were doing something very yeah, patriotic. No, it was very patriotic. Was- <laughs> this, this was, this was yeah. my own personal Animal House moment. So this was, I've always wanted to do it, and now I was able to lift that. It was almost. a little hail to the chief, a little God bless America. Yeah, I, think yeah. you guys, I don't think you guys are doing the same song. We might have been doing two totally did, different I songs. I think I, I think did start doing the Jeopardy thing. Chief, yeah. by the way. I think I did Well, Tammy just looks over. She gives me the nod, like, join me, and I'm like, I don't know the words. <laughs> All I know is the ones from uh, the Jack Lemon Hail to the. Remember that movie where he and James Garner were the presidents, and they had their own words to hail to the chief. No, <laughs> hail to the chief. He's a good and good-looking guy. <laughs> I know the Jingle Bells Batman smells. Is that, is that the same movie? It was a movie that they... they They're that, the Presidents? Yeah, I think it was called The Presidents. Uh, Jack Lemmon and James Garner, very funny movie, and they, they hated each other, and they actually... I'm sorry, you know what? <laughs> shut up. Because I tell you the truth, it was so beautiful, and I just ruined it. It's like and The Odd just, Couple meets The Oval Office. Did you dream this? It. No, it's a real movie. <laughs> Is it a talkie? <laughs> Sounds like an older it's film. It's in black and white, a lot like your part, my right? part of your documentary. And the characters really stand See, out. I brought it way. back, full circle. <laughs> All right, Tammy, where can we find you, dear heart? Um, I don't really want people to find no. me. <laughs> I would like to be alone, if you don't mind. <laughs> all right. Um, no, TammyPescatelli.com, right. Twitter, all that other stuff. It's all good. Awesome. Facebook, it'll all tell you there. Excellent. Slade? Uh, everything is at Slade Ham, uh, S-L-A-D-E-H-A-M. Uh, and I also host the Whiskey Brothers podcast. So oh, awesome. It's a good listen. Oh, do you ever listen to the Barrel Proof podcast? No. It's another whiskey Oh, podcast. Yeah, we're all we do is drink it. We don't Yours really is talk about it. It's <laughs> I'm sorry. I know the guy does it. Sorry, Casey. I'm just kidding. I'm a Scotch guy, so I don't care about any of you guys. Still whiskey. It's funny because his intro in the Middle East mm-hmm. is he also hosts the Whiskey Brothers podcast, <laughs> and you're just looking like people go, "Oh, wow, the Whiskey Brothers." Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. You know what I do. I, I, I got a lot of a lot of comics. I don't know why I'm telling this. I don't like up. when comics introduce like the openers. Like Andy's got a great podcast because my demographic now is basically a couple of years younger than me and up, and have no idea no what a podcast right. is. They oh, have yeah. no idea what. It, like right. if I'm doing college, save it for that, which I don't do anymore. So, but so he's got a great podcast, and then they're like, "What?" I don't even like intros, quite honestly, because oh, really? they're already there. Oh. You know what I mean? It, it only I don't think to, that they, you know. But I remember the guys coming, like when I when I was first MCing or whatever, and then hand you this list, and then you know you have to read it exactly like it is, card. and they'd be so mad if you mess anything up, and it does precisely dick yeah. for your show. Yeah. Like they either know who you are or they don't, and it yeah. doesn't. And you got to prove it anyway. Yeah. Who cares yeah. if you have done twenty seven different things? If you don't bring it in that moment, thirty seconds into your show, they're <laughs> judging you. There's one exception. What's that? Byron Allen's Comics Unleashed. <laughs> if, you, if you've been on that show, that credit is worth dropping. Well, then I have to go. As I drop the mic, I hope it doesn't break. <laughs> now, Jordan, I believe you had a bit about... No, yeah. yeah, tell me, Tammy, you like fishing. <laughs> I think the man is a genius, actually. Wow, oh, chicken, wow, wow. Yeah. So you watch pornography. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I want to thank you uh, for coming, Sam. Thanks for just hanging out and being cool. Fact over there checking, in the man. Back, man, yeah. being the fact checker. Uh, that's it, at Marie V on Twitter, Marie V Comedy on Instagram. Um, hey, thanks for everybody who came out to Seattle last week. 
That's this Thursday. You killed um, it. Oh, Perfect. Good job. I'm assuming people came. Uh, I missed that too. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop uh, will be La Jolla Comedy Store, uh, weekend of May. So coming out, great to see you guys. Hey, listen, uh, go check out I Am Battle Comic when you see it, and come see Horrible, Slade man. and Tammy uh, when they come to your town. They're very funny. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for having us. Thank you. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, trunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.